Good morning. I'm Jacob, your host of the Mango Morning Podcast, and today we'll be discussing the topic of homeschooling. I'm here with my sister, Jenny. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Jen. And can you explain um, kind of the situation between me and you, kind of our age gap and why I'm coming out of college while you're homeschooling five kids? Yes, I think that probably would be good. My parents um, had Jacob when I was in high school. I um, loved him right away, and he was a sweet little baby. Um, I went off to college and went one year, um, figured out who the Lord wanted me to marry, and my husband and I got married, and a few years after that, we had our first son. So Jacob is five years apart from my oldest yeah, so Wesley became more like a brother to me than a nephew. Yeah. But Wesley's just finishing up high school, and I'm finishing up. I just finished college going into my career. So I've been homeschooled um, just for a short period of time. I went to private school, and then for a brief period, I was homeschooled and then went back to public school. So that's my experience with homeschooling. Now, Jenny, you have – been homeschooling Wesley since he started school, correct? Yep. So it's going on 13 years. And then your other kids, they have, they've been homeschooling as well, which you have from what grades? Um, I have two high schoolers, a middle schooler, and two elementary kids. And my youngest is five, so she's in kindergarten. Good, good. Gotcha. So today we're going to be discussing both the disadvantages and the advantages to homeschooling. Um, I know many people out there right now, even though they have teacher support because of the coronavirus and school shutdowns, they've had their kids at home, even though for a large part, the teachers are still helping. Um, You're kind of experiencing this type of thing. So let's just jump right into it, Jenny. What would be your first disadvantage of homeschooling? I would say the first thing that pops into my head, which a lot of people probably would say is that homeschoolers are stereotyped. Um, People automatically hear you're homeschooling and they think of you as, oh, those people are nerdy or it could be the opposite extreme. They could also think that you don't even do school, that you just sit at home and have fun all day long, which that is not true. Neither one of those are true. It, It could be true for some families, but honestly, it is a wonderful opportunity for you and your kids to learn together. Yeah. It's kind of up to you as a family or a parent to make sure or direct how your homeschooling goes. Yes. Um, I would say I'm kind of mixing mine up. My third disadvantage kind of lines up with what you said. And I would say that it can create kind of a bubble around the kid. Um, That's where we get that type of social awkwardness. Or when they get out of high school, maybe they go to college or they go into the, the public work community, say they came from a conservative home, then it can create sort of a surprise of the outside world, what it's like and, and how different it is. Yeah. For me, it didn't really affect me too much. I grew up and mainly I went to a private school and then I went to homeschooling for a short period of time. And then at the end of my schooling, I also went to a public school. So I have kind of a, uh, a mix up of all those things. So to me, I don't think I became socially awkward. I was, I felt fine going into college, things like that. And 
even though your oldest has been homeschooling all his life, he doesn't seem socially awkward at all. You, you send him to summer camps. He has friends. He has a job. He gets out in the world. So, like you say, kind of like that's up to you. Well, how that- well, well, and I would like to interject and say that pretty much people meet us, and I don't think we're having that. Um, I do remember one particular um, instance where a family that did not know us, um, the husband said to me, hey, you know, you're homeschooled. Do you have friends? And my other friend's husband interjected and and was like, do you know Jenny? She has a lot of friends. So reality is some of us have problems where we do have so much going on or we have so many friends that we almost have to taper it. And it's not that mentality of like, oh, you're homeschooled. It's woohoo. You know, we have lots of opportunity in our community. Yeah. and, and just, it's a blessing. Yeah. And that's partially because you're so active in it. You're, you're getting out there. You, you've always gotten to know people and talk to them, sparked up conversation with different people. Um, but who's to say that everyone can't do that if they want to really get their kids involved. Yes. You actually, what you put into your homeschool life or even your family life as a parent with your children, that really is going to be what you do it isn't about like that's what homeschoolers are like yeah um along with that can you go ahead and give your second disadvantage that you had um i would say my one of my top disadvantages would be that i am not an expert in everything so if my child has um geometry that is something that i i'm not able to help them like I would like to. So sometimes um, it has been hard. Sometimes you just want to hit your head against the wall because you can't do it (laughs) or it's been too long for you. But with that, there is advantages with that. So I don't want to say that's a total disadvantage, but that can be depending upon your circumstances or let's just say, even with an elementary student, you might not know how to teach your child how to accomplish something but you are able to bring other people in that can help and um, make it a world of a difference. So it it can be turned into a positive. (laughs) Yeah. That was mine um, for sure is these areas that, okay, I, as a, as a homeschooler or my parents, neither of us are solid on, neither of us have a really good grasp on. So for me, that was math or algebra. Right. And so it was a struggle for me in my homeschooling years. Luckily when I went back to public school, for my last two years of high school, I had a really excellent algebra teacher and like, it, I loved it after then, but it was really frustrating homeschooling uh, because mom didn't know anything about algebra. Dad didn't worry about that type of stuff at all. So for me, I was kind of isolated. Now I could have gone and, and took out someone who had expertise on that easily. I had my aunt Carol, she tutored for um, for work sometimes and she would help a lot of my cousins, a lot of our family homeschooled. So she would help a lot of our cousins with all their schooling. And I could have just gone out there and taken advantage of that if I wanted to. So that was just me not being active um, as a homeschooler. I guess, um, you know, mom or dad could have probably pushed me towards that. In fact, I think they did, but I just, I didn't do it. So that's the only reason it was a struggle for me. So those areas that we don't know so much about, like the parent or the homeschooler they might struggle with, those can be hard. Right. And, and the good news is there is hope. Um, 
you're able to maybe get an online class and your child can take that and learn, or like you're saying, you can have a, a family member or a friend that, that can help you. Um, specifically for me, sometimes even my husband, who is a genius when it comes to math things, he has been able to help my child or children. And yeah. that is huge <laughs> community. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that allows when, when it's Skylar helping your kids like that, that allows them to get some better interaction with their dad. Whereas he's gone, he's working most of the day. He come home, he gets to sit there with his kids and invest in them. Right. And so not only having fun, but also teaching and um, the great news, he doesn't always have to do that, but there's an option and yeah. And it's a good one. Yeah, that's true. So what's your, what's your last disadvantage you have? Well, I would say, especially because this past few years, um, these past few years, we've been able to move to a different area. And I would say probably my uh, biggest thing that we've struggled with is we have not been able to participate in everything. And that especially means like sports. Um, my kids are really good in soccer. And so Unfortunately, we're not able to play with um, schools here, and um, and there's to a certain age they might have a league with the community, but they unfortunately there's just different thing. So for me, this is not um, is not to everyone, but for me, I've been unable to participate with sports like we'd like to. Um, But with that being said, doesn't, it does not mean that every area is like that. Um, you may, you know, you might not be able to be in a choir with your kids with a school setting, but you're able to do it with your church or maybe you're able to start it. So even with, um, this lack of being able to play sports, um, you can turn that into a good thing and have your kids play with other kids. And it might be not the same, but you're still able to do things. So I don't know if I would say it's totally a, a downside to look at it, but yeah, it be for sure. If you're wanting that type of thing and you don't have it, definitely disadvantage. Right. Oh, states like Virginia and South Carolina, they don't allow homeschoolers necessarily to join their public school sports programs. Um, but in Florida, um, I know my cousin's, they would always jump in. So it depends on your state, whether you're allowed to do that or not. Cause my cousins all played with their, with their, um, with a public school on their well, sports. And, and, and to also say that there, there are opportunities with public schools here, but um, some of them are not where you might want your kids to be. Yeah. So that becomes a problem. And there are, there are sometimes um, loopholes that Christian schools or private schools will allow your children to play but they do require one class or a couple classes. Yeah. And it's just difficult, you know, sometimes to get involved like that, especially if you're wanting to be a homeschool family every single day going to school, you know, you just have to weigh the goods and the bads and figure out what's best for your family. Yeah. And I don't want to get ahead on like, uh, we're about to jump into it, but ahead on our advantages to homeschooling, but where I didn't jump in and I would almost view that as a regret that I didn't jump into those sports programs with other schools. I almost view that also as an advantage because instead of going and playing football and yeah, I would have developed good, um, good discipline. I would have gotten a lot, probably in better shape if I had done those things. 
I was able to take that time that I would have been spending in practice and conditioning and at games where you have to go to all those things. And I took that, I played things like spike ball or Frisbee with my cousins and I had all opportunity. I never could, never had to say, Oh no, I'm sorry. I have to go to a football game or basketball or whatever. I always had the opportunity to say, Hey, let's go play spike ball. And that was one of my favorite things about homeschooling is, is just that opportunity, but I've got one more disadvantage um, on my list. And that would be that it, can allow laziness um right for, for me and again this is this depends on who you are and how you homeschool for my wife's family they homeschooled and um for a large part of my wife's um schooling they used um videos and it was very disciplined it was very regiment they had strict due dates for everything their tests were almost exactly as if you were in a regular school and that's how they homeschooled it was it's depending on the family but for me, you know, I would get up late most of the time and <laughs> I would sometimes end up not doing my work. I would procrastinate and push it off because I could. Right. Um, now that's up to my parents. My parents could have enforced that stricter. Um, not that they didn't do a good job, but they could have been stricter on that. And they tried to get, get me to do that. I was just pretty much a lazy kid. But that was one of the disadvantages for me is that it allowed laziness in me that I didn't get up early. I didn't develop a good routine of getting up and doing work and then being done and putting it aside when I could have, because homeschooling, you can get up and you can finish your work and then you're done. It doesn't have to be three o'clock. You do all your work. And when you're done, you, you can, you can go do whatever. Right. Well, and I, I think also along those lines, sometimes a mom is naturally more organized and scheduled and she does a much better job with that kind of thing. But um, even if you don't and you don't have a schedule or you don't have a set time of getting things done in the long run with homeschooling, you do have to do it. <laughs> and if you don't, you're not really homeschooling. I, I do realize that people homeschool differently though. We'll just say that. And there are people that are unschoolers, but I guess when we're talking about homeschooling for us or the idea, it is that you, you are getting some kind of school done. Um, yeah. But it's easy to, to have the laziness thing creep in, especially among teenagers. So you have yeah. to stay on top of them. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing that's, uh, I know this isn't on our list, but one thing that is a problem or something that many people address about homeschooling is that physical education, um, those credits. Right. So how did you cope with that? Was that a problem for you guys? Was that something that, oh, well, we have to go run a mile every day or did things kind of happen naturally with your family? What did you guys do? Yeah, for our family, we are naturally people that love to be outdoors. Um, at the time that my high schoolers were doing a PE for their credit, they, we had a pool in our backyard. They would rollerblade, they would run. We, I had started a PE group that they would help me with and we would have a set time and have an actual PE setting. So we were able to use all those different things. And in our state, we needed to have a certain amount of hours. And so we would just log in our hours, which for mm -hmm. my kids, that was not a problem. <laughs> some, some families may not be as active and I can understand where it would be a drudgery to get your child to go, you know, go outside and run or, or go do some jumping jacks and, you know, soccer, I don't know, just different activities, but we had no problem when it came to physical education. So yeah. we would even, we would even bring in, like we had this swim teacher and one for two weeks, we had her training our PE class. I mean, it really opens up opportunities to have 
different sports brought into your education by different people getting involved too and helping. And I think that is the key is we need to take advantage of all the people that we know. And let's just say you're not physically abled or you, you are not an athletic type of personality. Yeah. Um, there are people out there that, that would love to help your kid, even a neighbor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the disadvantages of homeschooling. Let's get into the advantages. I'll go ahead and start out with my first one. My first one was family time. Mm-hmm. Um, that that even though that scheduling type thing for me, yes, it could allow me to be lazy. Maybe I would get up. Maybe I wouldn't get my work done right away. Um, one of the things that that also came with was time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was controlling my own schedule. Um, I and and I understand that most kids that school schedule works out with their parents working schedule um, but for me my mom got to stay at home and take care of me she was a stay-at-home mom so it allowed me to spend a lot more time with her and then also my dad he owns his own business so there were some days that he wouldn't be necessarily going out there and working so um, it allowed me to really bond well with my parents um, mom and dad so I really appreciated that and then another thing with the family time thing is it really helped me develop an awesome relationship with both my aunts and uncles um, and my cousins, you know, dad is one of 11, right? So we have all these cousins that live near us and most of them are all homeschooled. So if they took a trip or they wanted to go, like I said earlier, they want to go play spikeball or something, I'm able to go do those things. Whereas if I was in a school setting, a public school or private school, whatever it is, I couldn't do those things. Right. Yeah, I I also along those lines, I would say that it, it allows flexibility, yeah. which which sometimes um, people cannot like you're talking about trips, they cannot get away because their schedules, their school, you know, just things that they're involved with, they just can't go and take a trip. But with being homeschooled, you can plan out, um, you know, I, I still am somewhat of a planner. But if I do want to go visit family, which they live a couple hours away from us, um, I can go visit them. Or if my children have an opportunity at a camp and they want to work during the year for a week, they can go do that. Um, We also, I think also with the flexibility part of it is that we are able to work ahead a little bit in our school and maybe plan for field trips. So we're not messing up our school schedule, but we're also, you know, being on top of our work and, and it's not hanging over our heads because we didn't do something. Um, and it also gives you opportunities to get to volunteer and do different things in the community where yeah. if somebody wants you to go visit an older person that might be in a nursing home about two o'clock and your children, you know, would brighten those people's day, you can do that. Um, sometimes, sometimes people don't get to get involved like they should. If that makes sense. Yeah. Homeschoolers. <laughs> Yeah. And um, have you discussed uh, the co-op at all yet? Um, I haven't. I was actually saving that for one of my points, but I will say that um, as a homeschooler, we do have so many opportunities. I, I do think in school that people have all kinds of opportunities and that is wonderful because you have different teachers and different skills, but also in the homeschool community, um, especially the one here in my area, we have a co-op. And it meets every other Monday and we are able to, um, some of my children take classes that is a science class or is an English class or is Spanish class. 
And that way it takes off um, the weight as a mom to where you have to teach all these different classes and your child is in a classroom setting with 20 other kids and they're learning science and doing experiments and other things. And, and that just gives not only your child the opportunity, but also just gives them the social aspect. And there's just, and also having a, an interaction with a different teacher that's not their mom. So I still encourage people to do co-ops, but this is the one thing I would say, if you are a young mom that has four or five kids and you're doing a co-op and you're feeling stressed by your co-op and it's more so classes that are just for fun, if that doesn't work for you, take a break in that season of life and do what works best that will help your children and you thrive in your situation. Um, because I think sometimes for me, I've had to say, you know what, I've got so much going on with church and with just my daily life that I don't need a co-op, if that makes sense. And I, I didn't, I wasn't a part of one. Yeah. Yeah. You have been, have you been off and on in involved in a co-op? I have. Um, and another thing to say too, is that let's just say in your area, um, you see a need, but your homeschool group or your homeschool groups that you might see or be a part of, they don't have something like that going on. You do have opportunities to start something. Um, a burden a few years ago that I had was there was nothing free. <laughs> and for me with five children, I just feel like if you start saying, oh, $10 a class, that adds up when you have five children. And let's just say that's for a month. So for me, I decided to start a PE class and unfortunately, that's not going on right now, but that was such a blessing to not only the people that we had in our class, but to our individual family. Um, we just were able to involve all kinds of people. And we also had a neighbor that taught it and um, was really involved with it. And um, it, so it, it not only brought the homeschool community, but even people that are outside of the homeschool community, they gave them their time. And I think everybody was a blessing to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my second, my second advantage then, um, and we've both kind of mentioned it, but just specifically taking trips, um, you mentioned, you know, if you guys want to, you can, you can go take a trip to go see family, even though it's a couple hours away. Um, for me, um, you remember just fishing trips with Skylar, right? Your, yeah. your husband would take me out and, uh, your two oldest or three oldest, and we just go out fishing and I could either get ahead. Uh, sometimes I would have to get ahead and do the future days of my school before I left. Or sometimes, you know, dad or mom would allow me to, to just go with them and I would do work while I was gone or I would do work when I came back. And I was able to go take these maybe all day, maybe a couple day fishing trips with my brother-in-law, my, my nephew, my nieces, that if I was in school, if I was in a, going to a physical school there's no way I could do anything like that and that's still those are still some of my best memories today from driving out early in the morning to listening to certain of those songs that he would always play in the in the truck while we're going there um to learning how to do stuff like spec fishing and stuff like that um that normally if I was going to school I would have never gotten any type of time like that because you need to go in those certain times of days maybe maybe I could go on a Saturday right right but, I did Saturday, usually, you know, you poop that or whatever, you, but I was able to do them any day of the week. And uh, I was also able to do them when he was available. Cause like you said, you guys live a few hours away. 
And so he could come, come get me. And when he was free, he was off work. We were able to go fishing together. So that's one of the big trips I always remember. Mm-hmm. And the second one was that um, dad and Uncle Blair, they have property in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So our family, specifically my cousins a lot of times, but, you know, dad and mom, specifically, and Uncle Blair, they would take these trips to North Carolina with all my cousins. And I was able to go on those trips, maybe not even necessarily during the summer. Whereas if you went to a school, you just can't do those things. Right. Uh, if you do, you're missing all of that work and you can't catch up. It's almost, it's so much of a hassle to, to miss it. I know there's a girl in our school currently that my wife's working at. She took a trip to Florida and okay. Yeah, she went, but man, how much is that going to hurt her? And how hard is that going to be to catch up on all that schooling? And, and then that creates extra work for the teachers as well, where they have to um, get that work together and they have to make sure, okay, Hey, remember this and this and this for whatever test. I'm not missing anything when I go on those trips. And that goes along with what you were saying about flexibility, that we have so much freedom in homeschooling that if I go take a trip to North Carolina, I can do that. Or if I want to go fishing, I can do that. Right. I I think that's huge, the freedom and flexibility thing. Right. Well, and I also think, um, even for my own children, they've been able to go with their grandparents on individual trips or just, just, I don't think that you can replace those memories um, that, you know, just because you're not homeschooled doesn't mean you don't have memories or opportunities, but we're just pointing out the advantages for us as a homeschool family. Yeah. So what's your third advantage? What do you you have for your last thing? Well, I think my third advantage would be that, you know, each child learns and um, grows differently. And so with my children, I've been able to, let's just say it, a child has a, a problem with reading. Um, we've been able to slow down a little bit, not worry as much and pay more attention to it or bring in more um, things that I'm able to say, Hey, I can work with her. Cause not all my children are learning to read at the same time. Um, like I, I can't imagine a teacher that has 30 students and it is amazing to me how they teach 30 students at the same time how to read, but they do do it. But I'm just saying to you that some of my children have had, you know, a harder time or they may have had a harder time with multiplication or, you know, um, you know, they're just able, maybe they're, maybe they're moving through a subject and they just get it and they don't have to spend hours and hours on seat work or paperwork. Sometimes we can just, you know, get through that faster um, and it's just, it's been a blessing. It's, it's been a blessing to also have that time with my child and, and devote with each individual ones, just, just where they're at in life, where they're at in their schoolwork. And I would never trade that. Them and work with them through certain things. Yeah. Okay. Well, my, my third advantage for me that I saw um, being a homeschooler was that it created in me, I had to have this self-motivation because um, mm-hmm. if I wasn't self-motivated, if I wouldn't go do my work, it wouldn't get done. And then I'd be behind and I'd be working into the summer, which sometimes I did have to do, but then it teaches you, <laughs> hey, that's not the best thing to do. Um, so it dealt, developed, I think, in me a self-teaching personality that I'm willing to okay, I can open a book and I can learn how to do things. Um, I think that's easier now because we have everything on YouTube or we have everything on the internet that if we want to go learn how to do something, 
we can do that. But I think back then that just helped me learn that, that, okay, I can learn through this by myself. I, I can motivate myself because that's sometimes what I had to do to get through the day. Well, and Jacob, I actually feel like that is priceless because when you go to college, you do have yeah. to be self-motivated. When you are in life, you do have to self-motivate yourself to yeah. go to work every day. You do you do build these character traits that sometimes um, we're not seeing it, and it can happen in a homeschool family too. You you can go through your homeschool life and graduate and not care but i believe that's amazing for you to be able to say that that's what you've learned because that yeah. i think that's the goal yeah that's what isn't that what schooling is supposed to be doing too is teaching you how to live other parts of your life as you grow up so right yeah and, yeah. and all these things these disadvantages and advantages just for you guys to weigh um take it for your own like we have said multiple times each homeschooling situation is different it's how the parent and the child make it and that's how it's going to be. Um, but some of you right now, um, just having to homeschool in a certain way by yourselves because of the coronavirus thing and some of the school shutdowns, uh, you have that teacher support, mm -hmm. hopefully, and you have them helping you through it. But in certain ways, you have these disadvantages and advantages that, you know what, maybe you do have a little bit more freedom um, to go take your kids, do something, take advantage of this. I know this um, is a hard time, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation. But if you have this time to go do something with your kids, even if you're locked in your house right now um, in Wisconsin, where I'm living, we have a stay at home order um, over. So we are supposed to stay in our homes, if at all possible, unless we need to go get something from the grocery store or do something like that. But we can take walks. We can take bike rides, anything like that. So take advantage of that. If you can go out and go to the beach or go to a, a, a park or something, take trips, take those, take advantage of the flexibility and the freedom that you're having right now don't just view it as this oh man i have i have this huge disadvantage in having to deal with my kid all day hopefully not thinking that but um not that it's just a responsibility and a hard thing but that's also a good thing yes and you know what we're talking about the advantages and the disadvantages you know we can only skim the surface of all that the ability that God's given us at, or especially me as a homeschool mom and he's helped me learn so much. So I, I would say that, um, you know, we can't cover it all in, in this little area and we're, I'm still learning. I can't speak for Jake. He's not a parent yet, but I'm still learning as a mom, what works for us, what doesn't. And each year I say, okay, is this going to work? Is this not? And so, you know, right now, this time in my life, I am using a co-op. And I, we are doing online schooling with some of the older children. But, you know, next year could be totally different. Next year, my kids could be in, in, in a Christian school. Who knows what the Lord has for us. But um, I would just emphasize that we're not trying to, to say that this is the way you should do it or this is how it's done. Because um, just like Jacob mentioned, um, everybody is different. And some families can be a certain way. Some families are not. Or some people just provide differently. But let's just be thankful for the opportunity that God has given us as a homeschool family. That's what I would say for myself and just be thankful for each day because you yeah, don't know right. what tomorrow brings. Especially, yeah. Especially kids. You don't know if they're going to be there. You don't know if you're going to be there with them. You have no idea what happen tomorrow that right. 
maybe you're not there anymore. So, um, yeah, take advantage of the time you have now. I know even, you know, I'm just getting out of college. I'm starting to work in my own career. I look back at a lot of the time I've wasted in high school specifically or in college. And um, that's, that's not a good thing. We should be redeeming, redeeming the time and taking advantage of it. Right. And, and also this is one thing. And I'll say that I think I forgot to say is that just because you have bad days or hard days, because you will have those, um, you can always look at it like tomorrow is a new day and you can start over or you can even start right then and there and be like, all right, kids, our house is a mess. Things are going wrong, but let's just go outside and run. or Let's just go do something together. So as Jacob was saying, do things together. Enjoy this time. It's it's fast. It's fleeting. We don't know yeah, what tomorrow brings. That's good. Do you have anything else to say, Jenny? Um, I just want to say thank you, Jacob, for allowing me to talk to you. Um, I, I feel blessed as a mom to the five children God has given me, but also um, as a sister to you. And um, I think that that I hope that if, if anybody gets anything, that's that it is to emphasize that everyone is different and do what is best yeah. for your family. But homeschool and have fun. Just enjoy enjoy this this opportunity. Some of you guys might not want to be in this situation, especially with this virus going on, but there are so many good things about it and just embrace those good things. That's good. Well, thank you, Jenny. And uh, thank you all for listening. I know this is the first podcast on uh, that I'm putting up for Mango Morning. If you have any questions or any um, comments that you'd like to address, you can email us at mangomorning20 at gmail.com. That's mangomorning20 at gmail.com. Thank you very much and have a blessed day.